if you're like me, you want to get your business ahead, but there's certain skills you need, but you just don't have. If this sounds like you, then you need to head over to Fiverr. They have a whole array of professionals that can help you in different areas from design to writing, marketing, and more. They have you covered. I seriously can't tell you how much Fiverr.com has helped me along with this podcast. Um, I've used them so much for this podcast. It's been unreal. They make my flyers. They go ahead and um, I hired this guy to help me upload the each episode and in the beginning in order for me to be all over the place it was I was totally going on Fiverr it was I seriously just it's I've gotten so much for my business through them so please use my link which you can find in the description of this episode or you can go to MarcellaAlonzo.com and book there through Fiverr today you'll be glad you did Hello and welcome to Get Schooled with Marcella Lonzo. Today I welcome uh, for my second part series of Get Schooled, my pride series. I have the lovely, beautiful Jessie Dubai here. Jessie, thank you for coming on, sweetie. Oh, it's my pleasure to be here, darling. Yes, you were absolutely beautiful at XBiz this year. You the uh, very beautiful looking in your dress and everything. We certainly had a whole lot of fun. It was sure a lot of fun and a lot of exhaustion, but it was worth every second of it. Yes, yes. No, that, that the expos was, we were talking earlier, guys, and it was, um, I was, I've never been so overwhelmed at an event till this expos because every time we turned around, it was another person, another person, like, and, and every everybody, and you could imagine was there every creator porn star the companies were there which was nice because we could talk directly to everybody but the only fans of course they weren't nice there face. it's nice to finally put a face to names that i've been talking to of over the phone you one of those examples yes the first podcast that you invited me over and then i, I we finally met at this Ex-based. Yeah, we only had a chance to chit chat a little bit because so many things were going on. Yeah, yeah. No, it was nice to go, and I think next year I'll go because I don't necessarily go to the AVNs. I feel like AVN. I feel like it's too much for me, but I will go next year to the expos because all the companies and the networking. So I brought you on today because I, like I said, I shared. I've been watching you on IG, and you've been sharing some important. Um, things that I think the general public needs to hear directly from a trans person and not from somebody, you know what I mean? That is claiming because what we're having now on social media, hijacking, have, I would call it hijacking, hijacking. Trans yes, yes, yes. Community. Hi, yes. There's people hijacking the community and, um, you know, some people and we're, we're, I will basically say the name and I will take accountability. If so, if they come back to me, but um, the Dylan, Mul how you say Mulvaney, Mulvaney, the Dylan Mulvaney. Um, this person's been problematic. I have like a conspiracy theory with TikTok. I feel like TikTok is purposely pushing out controversial stuff to divide the country. That's just my thoughts. You, you get what I'm saying? Like, cause I noticed they push out, they push out only certain things. I agree with you in in a, in a way, I don't know about like, you know, that is TikTok doing it. I think 
my my take on it is that i mean let's not go far there's mm-hmm. so many trans performers trans beautiful ladies out there that have been here for years, Candice Kane, who doesn't know Candice Kane, uh, Carmen Carrera, who doesn't know Carmen Carrera, and they've been great advocates. And uh, Sasha Colvin, the latest Miss, um, you know, winning RuPaul's Drag Race, they would be great examples and the great face of the trans community. But mm-hmm. they don't choose them because they embody what an actual trans woman is. Yes. They decide to put someone that is playing the character because they know they're going to start stir the pot. It's like, for example, you know, those pictures with um, Trump's lawyer dressed as a woman. They see it as a funny. They see it as a cartoon. And that brings revenue as in like people watching it. Because the reason why we're talking about it is because it's them, you know. Is not a real trans woman. And that's what a lot of, like, even the gay community, like me as trans, I'm like, I understand that he's gay and that he is part of the community, but he is hijacking not just women, but trans women as well. And he's making a mockery of us. I mean, little look at his name. He hasn't, when you're a real trans person, the first thing, the first thing that you do, it's pick a new name. Choose yeah. a new name, a new identity. And he's still working. That's why I dare to call him he, because I don't know the other name that I can associate Dylan with a she or right. with a he. So for me, it's still a he. He might be in transition. I don't doubt that. Maybe he's on hormones and transitioning, but maybe call me jealous. Call me a hater. But for him to get all these, you know, Companies backing him up as the face of transsexual in the community. It's a slap on the face to actual trans women that we have actually had to suffer through having to get surgeries uh, in the dark market just so we could be considered a trans woman. Because if I was to be a trans woman back in the day with no tits, my friends, like I told you, they would chop my head off. No, baby, you're not a trans woman. You're a boy in a dress still. You're a boy in a dress until you be until you be you look like a woman and you live the life of a woman. You will become a trans woman, but until then, you're still a boy in a dress, and yeah. that's what made me become who I am. Now, tell me, I'm not a trans woman, right? No, it's you. you it's truth, and that's why I wanted you to bring you on is to bring the truth and hear it from an actual trans person because I see that it's kind of harming things and obviously this dylan person it's not like they finance um financially cannot not afford their medication either because right they're getting all kinds of deals but they're still huh for me i think he's just playing the best role that he's gotten in his life yeah because he is an actor he's an actor and that's Mm -hmm. what yeah originally he's an actor and he he's liking this journey now in the beginning and i just have to ask you this um in the beginning when somebody does want to transition what's the process for them to get started because i have seen through the years people that they did want to but they might have had a financial difficulty what was the process and how hard was that in the beginning the first i like i said you know before the only person that i can speak freely about it's and the journey it's my own my experience Mm -hmm. 
So in my case, I started hormones when I was 14 years old, but I started it uh, behind my family's, you know, approval. I was grabbing, you know, going to the Mexican store to buy, you know, the perlutal, the ones that women use not to have kids. Yes. <laughs> and, oh, the Jap of Avera. Yes. Oh, those. Yeah. And I will tell the lady that it was for my aunt, but I will use my own money from like my allowance. And then I will go and I will tell my aunt, hey, my dad says that if you can inject these vitamins. And because my aunt was always like injecting me vitamins when I was, she didn't say anything wrong until like one day they're asking like, why are you going boobs? And your (laughs) voice is going so soft. But that I, I started myself. And then once I came out of the closet of like, it was like a known secret, you right. know, the first thing that I said when, the, when, and that's how I came out to my dad, my dad called me by my birth name. And I turned mm-hmm. around and I told him that is not my name anymore. My name is Valerie. No, your night, your name is not, but my name is Valerie. And until you call me that, I'm not going to listen. And he went like that for a few days until he started calling me the way I wanted to be called. And that opened the door to me accepting myself and he did tell me stop the hormones because your body needs to develop your body needs to grow normally once you're 18 19 whatever you want to do to your body it's up to you but at least your body like develop it's like you know babies that they don't get exposed to the air and you know germs of his babies they grow up with a very immune uh, weak immune system Mm -hmm. on his head you know, even though he didn't quite understood hormones. He, my and your father, uh, before we, um, your father's gay too. So this I, is why he accepted you because some people, I just want to clarify that because if anybody's listening, um, like, wow, her father just accepted her, you know, but it was still a difficult time for him to accept you as oh, Trump. Yeah. yeah. For him, it was super, super difficult because uh, he did said, you know, that he didn't want me to be gay because he lived in this world and it was a very difficult world. And he didn't want it that for me. So it was even harder for me to come out as gay, even though my Mm -hmm. father was gay. Mm -hmm. But once like he realized that this is who I wanted to be. And the only thing that he could do was prepare me and, and not, not protect me because you cannot protect someone all your life, but prepare me for what this world in the gay community was gonna have for me is when he started preparing me and talking to me about sex about how easy someone can ruin my life by giving me eight um scds if i'm not careful he was very conscious about all that so that's why when when the you know hormones and stuff talk came out because he had so many friends that were trans back then that now are my friends um he knew about all this stuff and like the silicone injections in the black market so he warned me about all of these things that even though he warned me about it went out one ear and it went out the other because my desire to become what I am today was so greater and that comes from a place of pain that comes from a place that being rejected all the time for being who you are and the way you were born and then you're like, okay, so they're calling me a girl. They're treating me like a girl. They're saying that I walk like a girl. I talk like a girl. Okay, I am a girl. I agree. Mm-hmm. I grow up. I become a woman. I become a girl. Mm-hmm. Now you're a man. You're never going to be a woman. You're always going to be a man. So it doesn't matter what we do. We're always going to be hated. But at least at this moment, I look at myself in the mirror and compared to years before, I love what I see in the mirror because mm-hmm. it's a reflection of 
what I see right in the past that no one else saw. And this means happiness to me. Like my friend, I told you earlier, she had to go through this step that could have been extra right. you know, for her, in her journey, but she had to go through it in order to experience and find her happiness. I didn't have to go that step. I'm happy where I'm at. I don't think I need to go to the extent of having a vagina and then regretting it to realize that I am happy the way I am now. Mm-hmm. And that started once again with the name. With the name. <laughs> the root of being a trans person. You put your past life at rest mm-hmm. because you're not that person anymore. You become a new person. And the first thing that we do, whether it's the straight world or the gay world, is the Church. first thing that we do is choose a name for your new identity. And this person is still using the same. The so. same name. No. And I don't, I don't, it doesn't look like they've done that much hormones. It might, I, so they're just playing. Putting makeup on and talking like this and being all feminine and girly does not make you a woman. Right. Just like, you know, just giving birth doesn't make you a, a, a woman. That makes you a mother. When right. you're able to give birth. When you raise a child that is not yours, same. That mother. makes a mother. mother. It's people that they want to be homophobic, that they want to be haters for no reason, that will call a woman, you know, like me, oh, you're never going to be a woman because you can never have kids. What about someone that can have kids? And he was born There's a lot kids. of women, cis women that don't have kids. And are they less of a woman? Of course not. But no. still, they follow under that umbrella yeah. of Women that can give birth, women that cannot give birth, trans male, it, it, they're also, in a way, they fall in that category as women because yeah. at one point they were women. Yeah. You know, even though they're still biologically, internally still women, they have decided to transition. That's why we add the word trans to male or female, trans male or trans female. Like I was telling you, you're not me, I'm not you. You are a woman. You have your own pedestal. Trans people, we have our own as well. And we don't need to be competing because at the end of the day, your same enemies are my same enemies, which is poverty, which is hunger, which is age, which is all the other things that are in the world affecting all of us. Crime, um, the deficit, all these prices going up and the money not growing. Those are our real problems. Yes. And getting accepted without any discrimination. And I just feel like this, this person that's getting all this, they're making more issues, more problems within the community. Because that's why I was telling you that I think that this was just like, this was what they wanted to do. Whoever orchestrated this, this is what they wanted to do. Because if they would have chose, you know, any of these other beautiful trans women that, you know, will be a great face for the trans community nobody will be talking about it oh great yeah she's pretty she's doing a great job perfect perfect because they will be gorgeous they will have the physique acceptance you know they they look like the models that we see on tv and stuff this person doesn't that's why they're stirring the pot and i feel bad also for um for him because or her however he wants to address himself because it's not, it's being just used as a pawn. And sure, the money is great, but what is the legacy that he's going to leave behind? Because he's hurting me by pretending to be a trans woman and making a mockery of me. 
and he's hurting women by taking advertisement deals and work deals from women that should they gave have they gave him an award a woman of the year award see if i would have gone i i i think that in awards like this there should be a award for men for men of the year helping the women because mm -hmm. men that help women should not just because you're a feminist doesn't mean that you have to hate on all men why not right. Find equal level where you're not above me and I'm not beneath you. But feminism and machism is the same thing. One wants to be on top of the other. I I'm not okay with either of those. Be a good person, whether you're right. be a good person. And if this man is providing help for you, like it's a lawyer, you know, it's helping your cause. Don't discard it. He's an ally, you know. <clears throat> so in in that's where I'm going with this is as us really being allies and putting standards in a way of respecting each other's places. You as a woman, be treated as a woman and not giving like awards of women of the year to a man. There could right. be award for trans woman of the year for, you know, opening this charity, donating this amount. Right. Making a difference. Making a difference. Yes, for making a difference. But the moment that, you know, you give, you have three women in line for a Women of the Year Award. And one of those women is a trans woman. And the trans woman gets taken that award because it's what's going to make the news. Then they should have, if it would have been me, I would have been like, who is the next contestant to me? This is your award. Go on. Because that is not my word. I will wait for when you guys have the award of trans woman of the year for helping women. Then I'll come and take that award. But if you guys yeah. are going to give me the award of women of the year, that is not my award. I am right. not a woman. I am a trans woman at the trans to that title. And right. it will change. I'm not here to take nobody's boyfriend. I'm not here to take nobody's job. I'm not here to take nobody's pedestal. I'm here to build and have my own. And yeah. I think, I'm so sorry, I think that that will help with making it equal, you know, easily accessible and equal for people to come out of the closet. Right. Because there's so many gay, like my dad, I mean, including him in there, that they, I don't want to say they lie, but they're pushed to lie towards their families and their new girlfriends and wives that they're homosexuals. And then later they come out as homosexuals or gays. Or they end up having sex with us on the download. And then people is thinking like, oh, they're just, you know, turning men into homosexuals, like turning men into liking them. No, baby, your husband liked us long time ago. <laughs> yeah. And you didn't have the balls to say it. Yep. You telling him that he's a faggot for liking this kind of woman. Then he just suppressed it. So no. when he's done fucking you, he goes to the bathroom and looks at my porn and jerks off. Yeah. I would rather people come out of the closet and if, you find out that your boyfriend is into homosexual gay, either marry him or don't. But don't be surprised when years later you find out that he's into trannies or he's into gay men because you, in a way, society pushed him into keeping him in the closet. Right, right. Yeah, no, this, a lot of men are into, they're bisexual. A lot. And it's been shown now thanks to applications like, you know, the little yellow sign and the, OF and all of those, Facebook, Instagram, everyone's in each other's DMs. And now it's in a way more acceptable. And like you can go and hook up with 
people just on Instagram without nobody ever noticing. Back in the days, like you had to go and like, I remember they will say like, go in, in the parks and like under the bushes and stuff. <laughs> I never got to experience those, so I don't know. I was no, told. there's a park down my street. They're still doing that. There people are hooking up at a park down the street. Yeah, I can't forget about those like life encounters. <laughs> but you see what I'm what I'm going like. It right. was more and the thing is that it's been out more, and people, especially Christians, is like, oh, the homosexuals, you know, are like, you know, inviting everyone to turn. No, or they're trying to get the children like, come out. Yeah, like if you're hitting in the closet come out so we can yeah. prove the world that we exist just don't be a shitty person it's like they they mix us transgenders and lgbt and queers all of those with pedophiles yes there's pedophiles in this community just like there's pedophiles in the church Everyone. there's pedophiles in courts just like there's pedophiles in uh, music studios just like there's pedophiles in hollywood there's pedophiles everywhere and for example at least me personally i don't associate with them i was a victim of pedophiles and let me tell you that the pedophiles that touched me were not gay they were straight and i know them because they were my cousins they were my neighbors they were my friends so and they were none of them were gay so you cannot say all queer all gay people are pedophiles because some of us were just victims of straight pedophiles Mm. Um, I have to ask you in the beginning, when you were 14 years old, how did you discover to take the birth control? Like, were you researching or how did you know when to take your hormones? And also I want to know the effects how early on, cause you did make another video saying once a month, your hormones kind of get to you. Yes. And explain um, that to me. Yes. I took hormones two times, one okay. under the table when I was very young and two, once I was like, I had the money for it. Uh-huh. Um, the first time when I was 14, like I was saying, you know, I will grab, you know, use my allowance money. I will save it um, and go buy h- hormones from the Mexican market that are used for women to not get pregnant, like Perlutal and stuff like that. And I will go to my aunt and ask her to inject me, telling her that my dad bought the vitamins and it was just vitamins. Since she has done it before. There was no issue until like my dad saw me with a shirt and he's like, why are you growing breasts? And the thing is that my dad is gay, as we said before. So he has trans friends that they will talk amongst themselves, you know, like, oh, well, if you want tetas to grow, like think like la veneno. If you want this big, you need to do this and you need to do that. And I'm like there from like the stairs. Oh, so you heard, you overheard. Okay. So you were, that's why. That's why I just wanted to know, like, how did you find out about taking this beforehand? But now it makes sense because of your family. So it was friends of the family that you were overhearing. Yes. And they and they so you took it. Now, when you took it when you were young, did you go through anything? Because me, like the devil Vivera shot made me crazy. It made a me lot of crazy. depression. Uh-huh. Um. It's, it's a little bit hard for me to remember because it was a long time ago, but I remember being depressed and I remember being happy because my breasts were growing and my skin was being so soft. And I I was like starting to feel like internally, like funny, like, like when people have like low sugar and they drink Coke, like they finally feel level. 
Mm-hmm. I felt like that. I just felt leveled. I just felt, but then there was like those times once a month that I, that I, when someone says that trans women, we don't have a period, I period, I, in a way I disagree. And I agree trans women, we do get periods and that period comes with mood swings. Mm-hmm. They come with thoughts, just like you would. It's all em- emotional and hormonal. Right. The only thing that we don't go through is discharge blood lucky multiple <laughs> days, you know yeah, and we spend yeah. money on tampons and stuff but that's why I do not personally consider it a period I call it a period of this balance the hormones so now do you guys get bloated do you get bloated yes okay. uh when I, oh. when I was in a hormones as a as a teenager I didn't realize that because I didn't even understand my body that's right. why I'm not okay with kids getting hormone treatment and blockers and uh, just, uh, puberty blockers at a young age because your body freezes, stops growing. And even for someone that wants to have a sex change at one point, if their penis stops growing because of blockers and stays at three inches and this person wants to have a long depth vagina, they're going to have to take parts of their intestine or their anus in order to build that length oh. because the penis didn't grow enough. Because what happens with the penis it's not that they don't chop it. They just flip it inside out. So depending, right. if you have nine inches of length, you might get eight inches of depth. Now, if you so have those- three, then your vagina is only going to be able to fit this amount. So- oh, so it is good. It is. Okay. Let me get this straight. Those blockers for anybody over 18 are bad because it's not going to help them. If they do want to transition, that's what you're saying, correct? No, those blockers are bad for anyone that hasn't gone to the full growth of their body. Oh, full growth. So they have to go through the full growth. Yes, because imagine a a 10-year-old kid gets into blockers. His body is going to stop developing as a teenager and it's going to stay the body of a 10 year old, like the penis of a 10 year old. And then once they decide to have maybe a sex surgery, uh, like, you know, to change or get castrated, the the complications are going to be so grown because you are, even though this person is 20 years old now, because they started taking so many uh, puberty blockers, their genes didn't develop. So the tissue that is needed for a full grown penis to be turning into a vagina it's impossible because there's not enough tissue the tissue is the size of a 10 year old child Mm. so if you want to get blockers like um puberty blockers at a a older age like if I start taking puberty blockers the way they're gonna help me is that they're gonna start softening my features Mm -hmm. and in a way it's gonna not stop the process of aging but in a way slow it down because that's what they do they slow down the process of your generics so i'm not okay with them using them on kids kids need to develop example me as a trans woman i had to go through a phase of being a gay kid in the closet queer like where am i who am i what am i am i a woman am i a boy and experience that even the bullying even though you like it breaks my heart remembering I'm glad that I went through that because that made me make take the step into becoming a crossdresser, a, a vestida, a drag queen. You know, someone that will only dress up at night to go out and have fun and then come back and be a man the rest of the day. And then I realized that this wasn't enough. Like, this is not me. I like the way I look at night, but I don't feel comfortable going back to being a boy. 
So then right. I changed to being a trans woman. And this is when I feel the best. That's how I found out this is my place. This is where I'm at. Mm-hmm. The longer it takes. Now, as a grown-up person taking hormones that I understand my body, girl, get ready for this one. <laughs> the doctor told me hormones were going to like yeah. unlevel me. And it got in a point because the first time that I was doing hormones, I was just doing that shot once a week. Right. Sometimes every twice a week if I didn't have money. With the hormones that the doctor provided me, it was uh, one injection that I had to take just uh, estrogen in my arm every week. I had to take two pills of estrogen and I had to take one pill of what it's called testosterone blocker. Mm-hmm. And those will make first my semen will make it like liquidy. Like it went from being like, I don't know, coconut oil to being like, you know, silicon oil, mm-hmm. super runny, like water. Mm-hmm. Uh, my skin started becoming even more softer my voice I've always had a very very feminine voice mm-hmm. it's now that I've been smoking in the air that I, I don't really it, it's been changing but the hair started growing like facial features started like being more noticeable but the mood swings like I got to the point that I found out how they worked on me that I told my friends I was like okay there's gonna be because I had roommates there's gonna be a times that I'm gonna see something and I'm gonna yell at you and scream and be crazy, but please just remember that it's not me; it's the hormones. Like I'll calm myself down, and yeah. it happened. They will be like, "Ha ha ha!" Living life out there in the living room, and I'm like, "What did I said? I said I'm trying to sleep, and I will be yelling. I will as soon as I close the door, I will start crying because I'm like, "What did I do to my friends?" And then I'm like, "But why am I feeling like?" This? I, it was like a roller coaster of emotions that I needed to find out how to cope with them. That I found out when I, you know, when it's your emotions, because there's something that you're mad about. Right, when, right. When you're mad and you don't have something like, but what am I mad about? I'm not mad at him. I'm not mad at her. I'm not, I'm not mad at me. What am I? That's when I realized it's the hormones. I would just calm down, chill. And just say, it's the hormones, it's the hormones, it's the hormones. It's in my head. It's all in my head. It's all in my head. All in my head. All in my head. And deal with that, knowing that it was the hormones that it was releasing liquids in my brain, giving me this fake senses of euphoria when there was no euphoria and fear when there was no fear or sadness when there was no need for it. I stopped them because when I broke up with my ex-boyfriend before eight years ago, um, the emotional roller coaster was so high that I thought and I tried committing suicide because mm. of the depression that I was in. That's right. when I remember I grabbed my hormones and I was like, I love myself looking the way I'm looking, but nope, this is too much for me. You had to take a break. I had to take a break. Otherwise, I knew I knew I was going to do, do it again because the the sadness from the past, the right. rejection from the past with the new love that I have found, that I finally found like happiness and all this stuff, the void just became wider and deeper that this time I felt like there was no exit. The hormones dumped like piles of, of weight on top of it that I was like 
I might go back to them later, but so right, as of right now, I know that it's in my best interest to stop them or slow them down. Right. And it was the best decision that I could have done because I've had so much hormone in my system that it has kept me throughout these years. I feel like I started taking hormones soon, uh-huh. but as of right now, it has kept me like leveled. leveled. Leveled minded. I get mad when I need to get mad, but I don't explode. I just deal with what the issue is, close it, move on. Unlike hormones, when I was in hormones that uh, three days later. And do you remember yesterday when you? <laughs> no, that depo shot. I remember. Um, I man, I threw like water on somebody one time. I went great on the depo shot. That was the worst birth control for women. Like, and I'm trying to think of bad birth control that I've had through the years. I just remember the depth of Avera, that shot. If you were taking that, that was crazy at a young age. It changes your reality, yeah. like the way you think, the right. way you feel, the way you accept your emotions. So that's why I'm not okay with them giving this type of medications to kids. Because I remember that it took me 20, almost 23 years to find out who I really was. If I, it took me 20 years to find out that, hey, I actually like vagina and penis. I'm actually bisexual. When I, when I was a teenager, all I thought I was like, well, I just like guys. I'm homosexual. I'm, I just like guys. Mm-hmm. But over the time as I grew up and I, because I raised myself, like I got out of my parents' house when I was like 15, 16 years old here in the United States. So I, I moved out of my house. I started working, you know, and paying for my own weight. That's why I lived the life that I lived because I didn't have my parents to be like, you can't do this. Even though they tried, I was like, I'm paying myself. You're not paying for me. So you have no right to say what I can. With all the hormones expensive in the beginning for somebody that's. They were only $20 back then. Back then, $20. $20 for the syringe. Because I know some people go to Planned Parenthood. The pills that I got as a grown up. Uh Uh-huh an adult they were from Planned Parenthood and they were expensive um because I got them through a doctor in New York and a friend sent them to me and it was like a whole package of like three months supplement of and you take them like this you take them like that and I took them and they were like twelve hundred dollars oh my god so that's how much it costs at Planned Parenthood no at Planned Parenthood is it's cheaper, I think, or mm-hmm. like you'll they'll they'll give it to you for free. I didn't want to plan parenthood. I went with a friend that he's like, hey, so I have a friend that he's a doctor mm-hmm. and he sells, you know, like hormones, you know, and they're great and this and that. Like my friend texted him and I was like, how much is the package? We, you don't even think of the dangers. How much is the package? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he said, uh, he'll send you the package, and then you know, it's he sent me. He's like, it's twelve hundred dollars. I was like, where do I send you the money? And when can I have the package without really realizing what if they're just at bills and, and pills from drugstores being sold as, you know, right. or if it's poison and here I am injecting it without knowing what it is. At oh, that moment, that's a scary thing. Yeah. At that moment, I didn't thought about it. I didn't care. I just wanted to look pretty. I just wanted to have the hormones in me. I just wanted to have this glow. Without realizing, you know, that's why you need to go through a therapist. That's why you need to go through a psychologist. And I think that there should be more funding for a good psychologist and therapist that understands 
trans people, you know? Uh, it's like, how are you going to send, you know, someone that has PTSD from the war to a um, couples counselor? They're two types, they're two different. Right, it's a certain type of therapist that needs to be fully trained. Yes, and they're and- sending us to like, oh, we're going to send you to this therapist. And I get to this therapist and this therapist doesn't understand what I'm going through because they haven't experienced it. I think there should be more trans therapists that understand. So we understand each other. Don't um, they require if anybody's going to get, is that's if the full operation, like they're going to be post-op, they have to take a full year of therapy, right? They used to. Uh-huh. Pharma hijacked the community. <gasps> who I think it's. Oh, share with, share with me this. So far, you're saying so pharma hijacked the community. Yes. Why? All these kids are, you know, being diagnosed with, you know, okay, so you're saying you're different, you're trans. Okay, we're going to tell your parents to put you in therapy. The therapist says, okay, we're going to put you on hormone treatment. And then in a few years, we're going to give you the sex reassignment. Great. Who do you think is paying for all of this? Their parents? No. Their insurance. Oh, so who's getting paid to do these procedures? The therapist that, you know, gave the consent, the doctor that approved the hormones that are being paid by the Medicaid chip, by the insurances, and who's getting paid once the surgery is done? The doctor and the hospital where it was performed and who pays for it? the insurance so there he wants to detransition that they're like okay this is not who i am i don't want to transition like take this breast implants or what they're nowhere to be seen because they know that the reason why pharma hijacked it is because they're building clients for life because the moment you take those parts from those people's bodies Anyone that has a sex change, you know, like, for example, male to female, and they get castrated, sometimes they're not aware that you need to take a bunch of calcium for the rest of your life, because that's oh, where most of our calcium comes from. And they're not getting aware of that. They're not being told what happens. They're being told, uh, finally, when you have your surgery, you're going to become who you've always wanted to be. But they don't tell them the truth that it's like... You'll be whatever you want it to be. You're going to have a nice pussy, but just keep in mind that you're going to have to dilate it every single day. That means you're going to have to shove a dildo and play with yourself yeah. in order. So like a piercing, it doesn't close You're going to have to take a lot of uh, supplements to supplement the vitamins that your body doesn't produce anymore. And who's paying for all of those medications? The insurance. The pocket or your insurance, if you have it. So they they've now eliminated to therapy instead, because, again, this is the insurance company sees a way of making more money instead of taking care of the mental health. So let's when say- I asked the first thing that came to my head, because they're like, oh, the you know, here are the trans community, like performing surgeries and all these kids. I'm like, where were these motherfuckers when I was a kid? Like I uh- surgery like that. And then I find out that, oh. It's not an association that is gathering money to do the surgeries for people. It's actually hospitals and working with insurance companies so they can, one, they have the business, 
They have the clients. Now the clients come to the doctors. The doctors get the money. It's all pharma. There's, there's, it's not about helping people. It's about making new medical customers for life. Oh, I see. That's why they were pushing. Because they were saying like the kids, I go, what are they talking? Because I always thought the therapist was there for the full year. And so. Back in the day, you needed it. Back in the day, you couldn't have, I remember back in the day, you couldn't get like breast surgery if you didn't, um, if you didn't went for like a whole year of going to a therapist, you know, Uh, same with sex change. Back in the day, I remember all my friends that had a sex change, they're like, because I wanted to have a sex change so bad. But the reason I wanted to have a sex change was because I thought but if I had a sex change, guys wouldn't just see me as a sex object. Guys wouldn't just see me as like the chick I'm going to go fuck after the club. Instead, I will be the chick that they take to the club, the chick that they that gets to meet mom and be like, you know, the out and about chick until I have my nose job. And they got rid of a little piece of bone that I had here sticking out. I didn't like it. But when I when it was gone, I cried so much because it was mine. I've seen it the whole my whole life and it was gone. So I'm like, imagine my little, my friend down there that I actually love having. My friend down there. No, I'm happy. Right. The the way I am, I don't want anything more. So I can only imagine, imagine kids that they're thinking like me, like, oh, I want to have a surgery because finally I'll be accepted. I won't be a freak. I will be a woman or something. And they go through the surgery. Years go by and they realize, oh, wait. I actually think I I'm into women now. I was just mostly attracted to men because of the men that I saw when I was younger. There was no women that I was attracted to. So maybe I wasn't homosexual. I was just bisexual, but I didn't find the girl that, you know, got that out of me. Now I'm, you know, 20 something years old with a vagina and I wish I had my dick back again. And that it's a complete mind fuck up. That's why having surgery requires a year or year and a half of therapy because it's a complete life change. Like doing porn, you know this. It's like that. It's like yeah. now you, you have can to tell someone the first thing that I'm gonna tell you when you get into porn is prepare for a life change. It's not gonna right. be like, oh, I'm gonna do this and along the way I'm gonna do that. No, baby. It starts like that. Yeah. But when you please notice what your life without porn could have been is not no more. It's something completely different. It's a life change. Life, yeah. Something that Dylan hasn't done, not even one step, in order to consider himself a trans. Yeah. God, I didn't know they eliminated a therapy, but this makes sense. Because a lot of stuff has been, like, I see the rules down in Florida, and it was kind of scary. But then I, um, that Governor DeSantos is trying to stop the kids getting therapy, but actually this might be a good thing because they wait until they're 18. But I don't know if I think, I don't know what else is going in Florida. I hear every day I hear different so much things. shit going up here in Florida. I don't like DeSantis for so many other reasons. Yeah, I was against it when I first heard about it because I was like, who are you to say that me when I was a teen can't, you know, just, yeah. you know, change and do hormones and stuff who are you to say until later i'm starting to see all these stories from kids you know that transitioned 
too soon before they even found out who they really were. And now they're, you know, they're the ones fighting like, you know, don't, they're being extremists that's like, you know, don't let them, they should stop, they should not be allowed. When the actual point should be, this shouldn't be happening until you have a right mindset, until you can make decisions. And yeah. usually around the whole world, that is around the age of 18, 17, 18, 19, which is when you become an adult. If an adult wants to do whatever the fuck they want with their body, who are we to say don't right. or do? But when a kid wants to do something, that's why their parents are in charge. And I'm not okay with this, you know, associations going and taking kids because their parents, you know, didn't want to help them with the transition or because they're helping them. You know, these same people that they're like, you know, forcing this on, on their parents to be taken away. And the people that are like forcing to take them away because they're not helping them is the same people that are so confused amongst themselves that it's like, we don't want homosexuals. We don't want transsexuals. But if we support them, we want them to, you know, look a certain way. And, you know, if you're a man, you're going to stick as a man and go to the men's bathroom. And if you're a trans woman, well, you go, you know, to the woman's bathroom, which actually a lot of people have confused. People think that I'm a trans man because I'm trans and I'm a man, but I'm a trans woman because I'm transitioning. That's what trans means. Transitioning into a woman. Mm-hmm. Someone like Buck Angel, it's transitioned to a man. A man. That's why we're here's some trans man and I'm a trans woman. Let's get that straight. A lot of people have that confused or they just like switching those terms just to be hurtful and derogatory like oh I didn't know but you're still you know yeah I did not thank you for sharing this about um because I didn't know that they about the therapy issue and that's serious to me because it would be good for anybody that's thinking about it to go for a full year to make their decision so like you said they don't regret it because like you you imagine if you would have had a sex change now you realize that you're happy you know, it took you having your nose job to realize, hey, I don't want to lose anything else. Exactly. You know, that's mine, you know, because it's a big Yeah, a big part when I see all these trans kids detransitioning and they've been butchered from the chest, they don't have ovaries, you know, all of this for money greed. And th- that's mm. why I'm saying that the trans community, oh, the trans community and the LGBT community is at risk because he's being hijacked by first people that are pretending to help us, but they're just like using us as political pawns to stir mm-hmm. the pot. And they're using, they're hijacking, the pharma companies are hijacking us, you know, by forcing, literally forcing kids into early transition when a kid shouldn't be transitioning. A kid should be figuring out what he is first of all a kid yeah. figuring out how to play in the dirt a kid should be figuring out you know how birds and bees work at the age that they happen to become like sexually aware because I became sexually aware since I was like five six years old I remember like at seven I already knew what like you know sucking dick and this because of conversations that your family have around you the conversations the things that you see on tv 
that's another thing that I also tell people is not our problem as porn stars that your kid is watching us. It's your problem for not putting parental control on a device that you gave your kid to be entertained just so it wouldn't bother you. Right. So, they're giving the iPads too much. I've seen it. Yeah. And because uh, they're not willing to accept responsibility that I'm a bad parent, I'm giving my kid a device so he can shut up. I'm going to blame the video games. I'm going to blame the porn because my kids are watching it. When there's literally my website, you need to use a credit card in order to get to watch my my content. So if your kid ends up watching my porn, not that it has happened, but just an example, mm-hmm. whose fault is it? Where were you? I wasn't there in your house. I wasn't right. holding the iPad. That was your job. So basically you're failing, but you're not ready to accept accountability. So it's easier to point out and because right. and that's what all these politicians are banking on. That's why they're going after like porn wants your kids. No, darling, your kids want porn because yeah. apparently they're curious about it and their parents are not talking about it. But also their parents they don't want no one talking to their kids about sex in school. And parents so, are not on top of their kids sometimes. And also now with kids going on beating up teachers and going crazy for having their cell phones taken away. Like this generation is like, I feel like we're on, on a way to self-destruction and this big empire yeah. is going to collapse just like the other ones have in the past because of lack of accountability, because of uh, lack of control, self-control, mm-hmm. uh, because of so many things that hijacking other people's dreams and goals like us, the trans community, we just want to be accepted. We finally got to that point of like getting accepted and then this out of nowhere, let's do surgeries on kids. And let's I feel like it's just TikTok. Queen. Like, if you notice that a lot of these issues happen like after the pandemic with the rise of TikTok, I don't know, I'm a little bit of a conspiracy theory, yep. but I feel like, tic- like I do believe, this is my theory. TikTok has okay. a lot to blame. Say, I feel like TikTok, again, owned by the Chinese, is pushing out certain things for America to be more at war with each other. Not just them, but also Instagram. Because I'll tell you what happened to me the other day. I opened a new TikTok account and Mm -hmm. I opened a new Instagram account, both for my podcast that obviously didn't have, you know, I didn't, wasn't following no one or nobody that, you know, was all the videos that I was getting in my feet, they were of little kids, not in sexual deviant positions, but it was like little kids, like twerking, you know, birthday party. And it's a bunch of little kids twerking. I flip. And then there's another page of a little kid acting like cheered by all these grown-up adults for dancing in a sexual way with another little girl and I'm and then like a bunch of like just guys you know those videos that it's like the guy starts walking towards you and then you see like his dangly thing (laughs) bunch of videos like that and I'm like and I'm not following no one at this moment I'm like what are they pushing like why am I seeing these things yeah why am I, why is this the first things that I see when the first things that I put on like categories that I like music, uh, cuisine, travel. I never said I want to see little kids twerking. I never see, I want to see bulges, but it's the first things that. Wow. Come out. And that scared me. 
Uh, another thing that is happening, those apps like, what's it called? What was the app? I, I deleted it. Um, fucking Snapchat clapper. It's not Snapchat. It's uh, Telegram. Oh, Telegram. I didn't delete Telegram, but I signed out of it because I had so many people sending me child pornography. What? Was, yes. I was opening, like, I told my husband, I remember, I opened, like, one time because, like, you know, they add you on groups. Like, yes, as long yes. as they have your number, they'll just add you on groups. And they will add me on, like, promotional groups of, like, hey, do you want OnlyFans promo? Go here and there and there. And yeah, I'm in a whole bunch of Telegram groups for OnlyFans stuff. Yeah. Some of those were from like other country, like it was in Arabic because of my name, Jesse Dubai. Oh yeah, okay. they get it. They get a hold of it somehow. And then I started. I um, just talking about this. Just throw. Oh, I, I'm not gonna give it too, too much, too much graphic. It's this little, this guy holding the phone, and then this little girl, like in her little legs, like this, the way I have them crossed, and then she literally goes the guy goes like are you a little girl and the girl little girl goes like this yes i am as soon as i saw that i threw the phone away i was like what i got it and i was like who do i report this to who do i tell i was like i don't want to be accused of having this right no yeah i did it immediately i blocked it i didn't even took screenshots or anything because i didn't know who to report it to and that is scary because there's no accountability where did those people got those videos and like me just sending them and me talking about it i could be accessory or like be charged of owning that kind of content when i didn't even wanted to have it or Mm. see it in the first place but there's no way of you can stop it when you have those applications. And here is people in the government more worried about Pornhub and RedTube and SexTube that most of us, we are adults, consenting adults, posting our adult content because we have the paperwork. But no, they want to go after us instead of going after these applications that there's a lot of under the table, dark web. Oh, you want to hear something? When I was in Expos, this reminds me. Um, there was a guy there that wanted people to step on him or whatever. Right. And, um, and first of all, I couldn't even step on him. You know, I am a dominant woman and I've done, you know, I've done, you know, like the crushing and all that before, but people were stepping on him. And, and I was like, well, he goes, uh, you want to step on me? I go, no, if you're going to pay me, I'll step on you, but I'm not going to randomly step you. You take a video. And I asked him, I said, well, where are you like at? Are you on OnlyFans? Do you shoot for a company? He told me, no, I sell my stuff on Twitter. And and then I, the other people were taking films with him and videos. And I go, well, where's your 2257s? And this was somebody at XBiz. And he goes, no, I just sell it on Twitter, my content. And And I said, well, <laughs> you know, us performers, we have an OnlyFans. They can DM us for content. That's how we do. We don't. And I was just so surprised this guy got into X biz, but then he was like, just randomly, oh, you'll shoot with me. And then he wants to shoot with people, but no two, two, five, sevens. Cause he wanted them to, to step, to do uh, the crushing. The, yeah. Um, yeah. I encounter a lot. That's why I always carry like my two, two sevens for me and my paperwork. Right. 
when I work with other performers, we talk ourselves, you know, this, we, we know this, this yeah. is one thing that I've been very vocal in my Twitter, that I'm like, I like it a lot of requests from a lot of people of like, do a call up with this person, do a call up with that person. One, uh, after losing my account with almost like half a million subscribers on Twitter, and I had to start again, when uh, new people that are getting in the industry, they're like, oh, you only have 25k, I have 75, I don't want to work with you. And I'm like, bitch I'm like more famous than you <laughs> but that's one thing that is the one thing that I that I was really mad about but and now I see it as like a blessing in disguise because that was my God telling me no baby girl don't don't because later as I'm starting to work you know trying to make appointments and like work with other people collapse they don't want to get tested because oh I don't I, uh, I don't get tested for for content trade unless you're like uh, shooting, I'm, I'm shooting for a company and the company pays me. Uh, I got tested a month ago and I've only been with my girlfriend. So we're cool. No, 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 baby. If you're going to get in my industry and I call it my industry because I've been here for 10 years and I'm an award winner and I actually have uh, pages that verify me as a porn star, mm-hmm. you're going to have to get to work under our protocol. You don't get to come up and fuck it up because people like you is what's going to be the end of porn. That's yes. why a lot of companies are coming after us because we don't have the paperwork. We don't have this. When I work with someone or when I put someone under my wing that I'm like, you know, you want to get into the adult industry. The first thing that you need to do is whoever you fuck with, you work with, you get paperwork, you get IDs taken care of. Because even if the girlfriend, if the person is your girlfriend and she's okay having sex with you for camera, there's going to be a time that she's going to regret it once you guys break up. And she's going to say, I don't want that video on that platform. And you guys say, no, well, I took the video. It's mine. It needs to make you money. She's going to go to OnlyFans. She's going to go to the page. She's going to have that video um, taken down because you never signed the proper paperwork and then your account is going to be shut down or she can even sue you for revenge porn. Ask me what happened. What I just said is what happened. They broke up. The girl wanted the video down. He rejected. He went to jail because of it. Revenge porn. Because he was considered that. And a lot of people, they're fucking people that they just met at the club. Hey, you want to oh, record? Yeah. Sure, they're drunk at the moment. The next yeah. day, like, please delete the video. They don't delete the video. That's why they're lawsuits and stuff. That's why people, if you're watching this, get a paperwork that is called the 2257 form model release. Yeah. It protects the performer and it protects you right if you're the company. Yeah, producer. that's what I, I couldn't believe this guy. And he's like, well, I just saw the content out of Twitter. And I'm like, how is X is having somebody like this here? Like, what Most is likely he was somebody else's plus one? Because they've yeah. been good at Well, no, there's been a lot of I, I preach this over and over. I call them pandemic Beckys. They got into the business during the pandemic. And I like I even quit collabing because I noticed the people that wanted to collab were these new people. And again, they don't want to get tested. A woman said, Oh, but I'm married. It's just me and my husband. How do you know if the husband don't cheat? You, you you get what I'm saying? And then it, it's it's a terrible thing. So I personally, I have stopped collabing. Like I'll do stuff for Instagram or TikTok or Reels and stuff like that. But I am not, I am now. Actually, yes, me too. I'll do collabs like TikToks and stuff. But when it comes to like sexually collaborating. Right, that's a 2257. I rather, in two two five seven form, and I rather pay the performer myself now. Yeah. Even if it's like, you know, I'm paying you the test 
and the mm -hmm. flight. We'll do the content and then you keep the content. It's my gift to you. I know how much money I'll make out of this content. You keep the content and I pay the test because I, that means I really wanted to work with this performer. And the only way that I could get to work with this performer is if I pay for his test because apparently they're too cheap to pay for yeah. it that brings the money. And I don't even understand why is there so cheap. They're like, oh, I don't have money for the test. You do realize that testing is like tax deductible, right? Because it's a business expense. But I think some of these people are not into, they don't get it for business. They They're don't just get think it. It's like prostitution. They yeah. just it's, give me $5 and I'll suck the dick and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly how the, they're, it's different and they don't realize like all they could write off or you know I've seen people that they claim to make all this money for instance like I get a booth at Exotica I do very very well when I go to Exotica but I pay but then these are people they claim now oh I make a hundred thousand on OnlyFans but they're not they're not spending the doing the business spend the business expenses they're partying they're here they're there and They're not really business. And also, I feel like this is their first rodeo. So they're not really, they, this is fun and games for them till the end. They're going to fail soon because. Yeah. The oh, thing no, I see people falling, failing right now already where their money is tanking or, you know, I've seen people already lose their OnlyFans accounts, um, you know. Scamming people, selling, mm -hmm. you know what they did, you know, selling nude pictures for $50, $100. And then you click on the picture and it's just a person in a nude bikini a picture from instagram that was for free and now they're selling it for a hundred dollars and they're being you know doing chargebacks you know yeah. they're losing their fans and their their account their fan base so i feel like they're they're the trash is taking them itself out because i tell my fans i'm like real performers i'm like you can go to an instagram influencer that you want to see their penis And because of the pictures that they post on Instagram, and when you go to the their account, it's the same pictures. <laughs> Nothing has changed. It's not like they're showing the whole thing. Unlike when you go to an actual adult performer, because that, mm -hmm. that is our job. We're not actually doing the click and bait. We're going to show you, look at my nude tits in a nude yeah. outfit. We're actually going to show you the nude tits because that's what we, we agree when we got in this job. That's what our description of the job is. Mm -hmm. And my, the more new subscriber, the more new OnlyFans accounts I see, the more my, my numbers grow because they keep coming. They're like, oh, I subscribe to this girl, this girl, this girl. And their accounts are nowhere near yours. Like you actually answer people, all these people using like third party companies to yeah. or manage these management companies now. I mean, to current. each their own. Right. But I personally think, believe that I will, I've had them manage mine in the way of like posting, you know, editing the pictures, doing everything, but the mail. Yeah. I deal with my own mail because I think that if my fans are spending money to interact with me, the least I can do is interact right. with them rather yeah. than having someone, you know, because you know this, we read really personal stories they share personal fantasies they share you know personal traumas how they fell in love with us they share very personal details that I don't think I will be okay with like me sharing my life with Beyonce and it's not Beyonce it turns out to be you know the assistant of the assistant and now these four people know of my personal life that I thought in my head I was sharing just with one person 
Yeah, no, that's it. It has been, and also it's called OnlyFans. Not, I had to say that you know because it's about the fans, and that's where they've they've lost that aspect of it because it's a great concept. You charge a price, and then you answer the fans, and then it's overwhelming. But some people with the, I think the uh, management companies, especially. Because everybody's getting greedy, they want a piece of this pie, and it's just not. You want right. this picture? It's ten dollars. You want this picture? It's twenty dollars. It's like, okay, I get it. That it's like a strip club where you pay at the at the door, and then you pay to go to the champagne room, and then you pay for the lap dance each song. I get it, but some of these companies they're even charging the client for like, you know, twenty dollars to see one nipple. $20 to see the other nipple. Oh, you want to see my shoulder? That's going to be $5. <laughs> Darling, just open a freaking, you know, pay clip and like make it easier and out there for fans rather than like click baiting because that's right. just going to make fans to be like, there's no point. I'm just going to wait until someone hacks their account and post this ad on <laughs> Pornhub for free. Post it, hacks their account. <laughs> Oh man. Well, thank I have a lot of my fans that they, 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 they don't screenshot and share my content for the same reason that they're like, mm-hmm. I don't get why people complain and they don't want to pay your content. It's like, they're like, there's a lot of free porn content in Pornhub. I'm like, yeah, but the things that you don't get in Pornhub is interact with me, see me live. Right. One right. The, the personal one-on-one on one. five minutes ago. Yeah. Pornhub, right. you're going to see the videos that have been there for 20 years when I was like, 20s yeah you're not gonna see the new content so if you want to stay in the cheap when did you start in the industry nine years ago in oh, okay nine years ago six 2006 and when you first entered how was that when you first got into the and what brought you to the porn world i was doing webcamming uh-huh. a lot and i was like first just using like half of my body but then I was like, if I'm going to do this, fuck it, might as well do it. And then I ended up happening to almost get married to a really, really filthy rich guy. Um, and I was engaged when Kink reached out to me if I wanted to work with them. After like a year of me reaching out to them, they reached out to me. And I was about to say no, because I was like about to be set for life with this rich guy, blah, 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 that he loved me and I care for him a lot. Hear, did you hear that word? I mm-hmm. him a lot. <laughs> um, but I had a very, very car accident that I shouldn't be alive right now. And it oh, gave me PTSD wow. for days. And the PTSD, the dreams that I got the whole time was, we gave you a, chicken, a second chance. You need to live it for yourself. You need to live life for yourself. And that's when I realized I woke up one morning and I was like, yeah. I'd rather be a porn star, I'd rather be something on my own than to be somebody's wife because I caught him cheating too. So I'm like, what do I expect that he's not going to divorce me and leave me high and dry after she stuck the life out of me? I was like, no. So then I went and worked for Kink. Um, it was a very scary shoot because everything was perfect until when once we were about to go to the penetration, they're like, okay, there's a scare. Uh, based on protocol, somebody tested positive for HIV. So we need to stop oh, man. production. So that's the, what I got the chance of like, well, since you're here, we've never done a solo for a trans woman. So let's just turn it into a solo. So you didn't, you know, came and wasted your time. So that was really great for me because I was able to like be and perform naked and play with myself solo in front of 
the producer and the microphone guy without the pressure of like having full intro courses in front right. of the camera. That made me feel so comfortable the way they treat. I don't know if you ever worked for King or you know them, yeah. but they were so loving. Like, you know, the aspect that deviant and, you know, masochist and dominance and all that stuff that they have in front of camera, it's a hundred percent the opposite behind camera. Everyone, the producers, the makeup artists, everyone was so sweet that I was like, I am home. <laughs> I finally feel a place where I'm accepted for being different because everyone here is different. Everybody was different. Everybody was queer. Everybody was bi. Like everybody had like all these own little niches that that's when I finally felt happy. And I decided to start working with more companies and Ruby came, then um, Devils, then Evil Angel. And then uh, I we helped build Trans Angels. I was one of the first porn stars that was with Trans Angels for like, two years straight, back to back, back to back, along with Arbicade and Foxy and them, that put me at the level that I mm-hmm. am that I am at. And then now I started doing co- my own company content, as well as like OnlyFans. On the right, side. right. All your personal. Wow. And you know, it's a hard work when you manage your own all your stuff oh yeah oh yeah i know it's i'm managing i have two different podcasts and some other stuff you know my only fans and i use sex for so it's a lot it's i work seven days a week so i hear you it's a lot but someone has to do it yeah somebody certainly do well thank you so much for coming on um i really appreciate this this is a great episode um can you please tell everybody where they can find you um of course, as you guys know, my name's Jesse Dubai. It's very easy. You guys can find me on all platforms like Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and Twitter as the same. The Jesse Dubai. T T H E Jesse Dubai. If it's Jesse Dubai 22, Jesse with Dubai with double Y, any other variation, it's not me. And please report it. Uh, if you go to my Instagram, there's a link to all my other links, my professional and private website. And also I have a podcast, which is called Eye to Eye. I'm excited to announce the second season um, coming at the end of July. So I'm excited about that. Um, And other than that, thank you so much for the opportunity to let me speak my feelings, my mind and my story in your podcast. Yes. Thank you so much. And thank you for being on Get Schooled.